Do you like pop culture? I do. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you, Andrew. Oh. If you enjoy movies, television, all that kind of stuff, uh, we have a lot of fun on Sif Pop Podcast, part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. So you can come check us out every week. You can listen live or just download it to your podcast feed. Every single week, Aaron breaks down the newest movies that are big in theaters, and I make funny noises. <laughs> you could probably pick one of those that you would like. You can join us every weekend live by looking at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA, or you can find us in your podcast player of preference by searching for Sift Pop. Welcome to the Horrible Movie Podcast, a Studio DNA podcast. We're available on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at thehorriblemoviepodcast.com. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. You can become a patron of our show and the Studio DNA Network by going to patreon.com slash studio DNA to find out more. Now, here's the show. Welcome to the Horrible Movie Podcast. My name is Jack, and thanks for tuning in. Uh, in the studio tonight, we have Brother Phil. Producer Phil. What's up? Uh, yeah, I'm Brother, brother Phil. Brother Phil. Oh, apparently. hallelujah, Brother Phil. Uh, <laughs> so we are here. Uh, we've got a great episode, uh, and it's based on this episode is the worst movies that have grossed over... A billion dollars. That's right. Uh, this is based on a uh, poll that Ranker.com. So you want to go to Ranker.com. You can look at this. This is the worst movies that have grossed over a million, a billion dollars. Billion. Billion, Phil. I would think that that would be a very small club to be in, right? You would think. And there's some parody on this uh, list. Here's how this is going to work uh, as we go uh, through, uh, we're going. This is going to be based on Ranker's list, and so if you go to Ranker.com, this is based on. Um, this is based on. Well, we're going to the worst, right? The last one on the list is the worst, technically, based on this poll, yeah. based on these polls, based on how Ranker works. Ranker, you can vote vote on anything basically on Ranker.com. Not doing an ad for them, but I guess today I'm doing an ad for. Uh, yeah. By the way, if you, ranker. if you trust Box Office Mojo, which I do, I haven't had any reason not to. Trust them. Uh, there are only 36 movies that have made over a billion dollars worldwide. That, that's amazing. Yeah. So of that 36, we're talking about the the 10 worst, according to Ranker. And so how we'll do this is we'll start with the 10th, number 10 on this list and work down to one. But each of these movies, we're going to play at least a bit, a little bit of the trailer. Am I right, Phil? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, without further ado, let's just go ahead and get this going. I'm trying to think of anything else I need to catch people up on. Uh, just, uh, you know where to find us uh, on Twitter, at One Horrible Movie. Uh, we have a Facebook page. I've been trying to put out more YouTube uh, videos. Just some brief stuff, some 30-second synopsis. Uh, I did a Yorkshire Manor uh, little video thing on there. Um, again, not trying to... Uh, uh, 
you know, uh, take over the internet with YouTube, but I feel like it's always good to diversify. So anyway, there it is. Uh, But here we go. The number 10 on the list is actually the Hobbit trilogy. The Hobbit trilogy. Again, this is not us saying, oh, it's the worst thing we've ever seen. This is Ranker.com's list of the worst movies that have grossed over a billion dollars. And the first one on the list is the Hobbit trilogy. Uh, And uh, it's number 10. Uh, you have that trailer ready to go? Yeah. Technically, the, only the first movie actually did make over a billion. The other ones were very close to it. So, yeah, we'll watch the trailer. Now, this the is one. the trailer for Desolation of Smog. Oh, yeah. But that's fine. You can no, play that no, one. Unexpected Journey is the one that okay. made over a billion. We're doing Bill and Ted's Unexpected Journey. <laughs> I mean, Far to the, east, the Hobbit the Unexpected Journey. Crank that up. I think what was definitely field. unexpected about these films is that they were had to be a trilogy at all. <laughs> yeah. Why did they have to make three? I don't I know. Visitors. There's just one book. Why three? But I do like to know them before they come visiting. Mr. Have you read the book? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm surrounded. Did it deserve to be three what movies? No. <laughs> Peter Jackson wants to make money. So this is the Hobbit. You asked me to find the fourteenth member of this company, and I have chosen Mr. Baggins. Me? No, 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 no. Hobbits well, can pass on. Not me. <laughs> not Martin Freeman. I did like. Um, I can't remember the actor's name, but the guy that's been Sherlock. Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman. Yeah. I, I loved his performance. Like, he was... And not Morgan Freeman, but Martin Freeman. <laughs> he was good. I liked Evangeline Lilly. She was good. I think the visuals are always good. I think that was so egregious is, like, why does it have to be nine hours of movie to, oh, to get the story watched? It's a, it's a test. Can you can you handle this much this much Peter Jackson uh, filmography? <laughs> Hugo Weaving is in is in this trilogy as well a little bit. So great. Why don't we? Schmeagol. Schmeagol has to be in it. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so there you go. The Hobbit trilogy. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Number 10 on our list based on Ranker.com's uh, worst movies that have grossed over a billion dollars. The Hobbit trilogy, which grossed a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Billions. Billions of dollars. I mean, Peter Jackson's I wearing mean- gold plated diapers, <laughs> is how much money. These things are gross. All, all three of the Hobbit movies made almost almost three billion, not not quite three billion dollars. Love it. That's a lot of money. Good for you know I say this, one book. Good for them. <laughs> good for uh, uh, Tolkien. I'm sure he's actually still alive somewhere. What? Roll, swimming in a money bin. No. Tolkien. J R R Tolkien. Yeah. I almost. Said, I don't think he's alive. I almost said J K Rowling. That was weird. Really weird. Weird. Anyway. All right. Next on the list, Phil. Um, um, have you seen any of the Furious, the I, Fast and the Furious I, movies? Okay, I have seen the first one. I saw Tokyo Drift with the, uh, what's that kid's name? He was in a Friday Night Lights movie as a quarterback from Permian, Texas. What's his name? I always forget his name. Something Black. His last name is Black. Anyway, um, I have seen these, and I'm telling you right now, I am the kind of person... Who's not a big car guy? I'm definitely not. And so there are people, though. I'm telling you right now. We I teach at a high school, 
these movies, there are some kids that these movies just they they are absolutely they, they feel like they just want to be Vin Diesel. They want to be the rock. They want to to drive these cars and uh just just be furious. From what fast I've, and furious, Phil. From what I've heard, and I've not seen any of these movies is that they're they're less and less about cars as the series goes on? Is that right? They're more like action. Well, it becomes about now. them uh, uh, doing things with the government, okay. uh, against the government, stealing things, but then winning. You know, doing the right thing, and the end. It's like a Suicide Squad situation. Okay. Again, not I'm not a gearhead in any in any way. I can change oil. I can change a tire. Um, I in high school I probably put a stereo in into my little truck at one point. Uh, that's about as gearhead as I'm going to get. I can change your wipers, but I'm definitely not going to be drifting anywhere near Tokyo. Anyway, so do you have a, a trailer? Yes. Do you, which one you want to do? Which well, one should we do? I mean, Furious 7 is one of only two of them that, I mean, of seven, five of them have not made a billion. So Furious 7 did make oh, a billion. Oh, yeah. So we can do that one. Paul Walker, right? Yeah. Yeah, Paul right, Walker. Let's get to work. Yeah. That's Groot. Hey, you freaking out? No. Was he in this one? Yes, Paul Walker? <laughs> when, did, when did he pass yeah, away? Yeah, he passed away after this was filmed. Or during the filming of it, right? Or ish? I'm not sure. Just when you didn't think it could get any better, huh? Here we go. Oh, yeah. Be the Kaya! Now, the, the stunts are why you go see these movies, right? Absolutely. They just dropped cars out of a jet. Yeah, they landed it! Yeah! <laughs> so this is real, right? Like they really drop cars? Yeah, this is really happening. Oh shit. Oh! <laughs> uh oh. That's like the Knight Rider uh, bus. I feel like Kit the car would come out. This is the fast this is the Furious 7 trailer, folks. If you want to go watch what we're watching. A lot of action. Groot says you're up. Oh, that's the um. I, I can't say the there actual. There she is. That's not, I can't say the actual word, but it's the guy that's in those movies where they hurt themselves all the time. No, I don't know. I'm not oh, sure. I thought it was. I do not. Is know. Is that Paul Walker, the guy that was standing on top of the car? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So, what's the goods and ba bads of this series? Oh, this, uh, the the special effects in the Furious movies are top notch. Like yeah. are un and they always have been. The cars are unbelievable. They have assembled. A, you have Jason Strath Strath Statham in it. Yeah, I like him. It's like a. At times, it's a Ocean's Eleven kind okay. of scenario. Okay. Except with adrenaline, and they're all drinking Monster Energy drinks, <laughs> and they're and they're all cranked to eleven all the time. We're in suits. We're drag racing in this scene. Now we're blowing stuff up. That's the Furious, baby. That's right. Sponsored by Monster. The, the Rock has kind of been in and out on the series. Is because right? The Rock, when you want to make a bunch of money, you bring The Rock in. Oh, okay. The stuff writes itself, Phil. Look at this. Oh, yeah. Girls in bikinis, folks. It, you and your friends are a part of it now. And Kurt Russell's in it. Which I love Kurt Russell. I, I do like Kurt Russell. And he was part of last week's movie. So, okay. So he, um, he's been in and out of the series. The, the, the series itself is basically kind of evolved in a, into a Ocean's Eleven type series, right? I think so, for, for the most part. It's a combined group effort 
whenever they uh, have a heist. The first movies were movies. The first movies were all like heist type things. Okay. Well, now it's it just evolved into they're saving the day. Sometimes, sometimes they're still getting drugged back into the criminal world. It's I I don't know if they'll make another one. I mean, Paul Walker's not with us anymore. Is, and I, allegedly, I, there's always this behind the scenes, uh, uh, the Rock and Vin Diesel arguing, which is really weird. Yeah, I heard about that. Because Vin Diesel's about five ten, and the Rock is a legit six five, <laughs> three hundred pounds, a man. Anyway, but but I, uh, I'll probably watch them at some point. I don't know. I, I for some reason I've never had a taste man. for them. I I think they were on, and so I watched them. And I was like, Ugh. I think early on I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Yeah, but I was he's probably in my you know. Early 20s when they first came on. So, anyway, that is number nine on our ranker.com list. Worst movies that have grossed over a billion dollars. This is based on this ranker list, and anyone can go rank, vote on things on ranker, and you just click up or down, and it puts it different places on the list. Not a lot of votes for the Furious Seven movie. Yeah. People don't have strong opinions about All right. Number eight on the list. We will talk about when we come back from this commercial break. We'll be right back. And we're back. Okay, so check it out. Number eight on our list. We're back here at the Horror Movie Podcast. Today we are talking about a list from Ranker.com. And what this list is, is the worst movies that have grossed over a billion dollars. That's right. Um, so on the, on our list to recap, uh, number 10 was the Hobbit trilogy. Number nine was the Furious 7 movie. And then number eight, Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Man's Chest. Now, this one I have seen. This is the 06 one, right? Is this the yes. first one? No. No, it's 06. Um, oh, crank that up. It's Johnny Depp. Is this Depp. the second one or the third one? What is it that has Jack spooked? How Oof. Do you know about sea creatures. This is the... Um, you owe me your soul. I love Bill Nye. <laughs> he's not the science guy, but he's the other Bill Nye. <laughs> if there was anything could be done. Well, there is a chest. The dead man's chest. To find it, you must see it to the end of Eclipso. the Eclipso. We have our heading. Captain Sparrow. Elizabeth. You know, these clothes do not flatter you at all. It should be a dress or nothing. Oh. I happen to have no dress in my car. It's the second movie. This is the second movie. Oh, 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 epic music. The chest I think Jones. I liked this one. I, I know from what I've what talked to people, chest? like, they've liked the series less and less as it's gone along. Um, I think people probably didn't... Didn't like this one as much because they tried to go a different direction with the plot. Right. Like, it wasn't centered around Jack Sparrow as much. Like, they, didn't they? Cent- this is the one where they centered in more on um, Orlando Bloom's character. I can't remember. His yes. Name. The big wheel thing. Jerry Bruckheimer sure can make a movie. <laughs> um, he's made a lot of good ones. The casting in this, uh, Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom has actually been in another movie on this list already. He was in the Hobbit trilogy for a bit. He's in movies that make a lot of money. Yeah. And that are much maligned apparently by Ranker.com. All right, so that was number eight. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. Do you remember watching the first one in theaters? 
Yeah, I loved the first one. I thought it was great. Yeah, I I was actually really excited about it because I grew up going uh, on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Which is, this is nothing like that ride. it's nothing like it at all. But, um, I mean, Johnny Depp was so big. I mean, he's still big, but, like, at the time, like, he was really hot. And so, like, when that movie came out, I mean, it was, like, the the marketing in that movie was through the freaking roof. For the, the first one I'm talking about. Uh, Pir- I mean, all of them. Yeah. Been, that been that was Pirates of the Caribbean. The first one was Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. That's right, yeah. And I remember watching that in the theater. I think I was in St. Louis, and we watched it in the theater. Um, but with that said, uh, this, that it movie only was has, Dead Man's Chest. The Dead Man's Chest only has a 54% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, I mean, it's just barely in the positive start, uh, you know, part of that scale. But, I mean, for the most part, it was not like overwhelmingly received well so well very good that was number eight on our list uh the worst movies that have grossed over a billion dollars this is based on ranker.com vote on everything that's my pitch (laughs) that's my pitch for ranker all right so number seven that we've done this movie on the podcast we have done this movie i have told many a great stories i took a girl on a date to watch (laughs) this movie actually I, i was already dating her we were already you know, a couple. And uh, we went to the Glass Sword Cinema 3 there in West Plains. And uh, the uh, the girl, we we get to the uh, intermission because this movie is so long that there's an intermission. Uh, <laughs> and she asked me, boy, that's great, isn't it? Do you like it? I'm like, this is horrible and the worst. The worst. Was that's this right. the first date? Oh, no, no, no. We were, we were already a couple. Oh, thank God. We were already a couple. <laughs> So long this movie, and my it's wife been a very long first date. My wife tells a story about her, her mom, her, uh, my wife, her mom, and their grandma and her grandma going uh, to this as well. Three and, generations, and because her grandma is actually the uh, elderly lady from this movie. Oh wow! And we were, they were mad. Her family's really mad at her for throwing the, you know, pearl the or the. Uh, Heart of the ocean. Heart of the ocean into the ocean. Anyway, so without further ado, <laughs> folks, it's Titanic, number seven on Ranker.com's list of worst movies that have grossed over a billion dollars. The greatest movie ever. The, the, Celine Dion I was going to say the, mo- so. the movie that Celine Dion created. <laughs> Titanic was called. Oh, this lady. Yes. It was. I'm going to get hated on for saying this, but I'm kind of glad that that old lady was not in this movie very much. I'm the king of the world. Oh. He's a scamp, folks. That, okay, say what you want about this movie. And I, again, I, I get the negative comments about it. It, it did usher in a different era of filmmaking, though. Like it, yes. it, Uh-oh, there's the car scene, Phil. <laughs> the hand slap on the, on the glass. Woof. <laughs> Oh man, from the this is must this be a, is, this yeah. must be a re a re uh, something else. That's Cole Meany. Um, so but check like this. the visuals, the CGI. Oh like, yes. I mean it 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 set a tone for movies to come after it, like no other movie in in my opinion. Yeah, but, and and that's the thing about uh, James Cameron. James Cameron, he has unlimited budget. He can do whatever he wants to do with a movie. I, I agree with you that the movie is too long, for sure. Oh. <laughs> I 
I will say this about the and movie. My heart will go on. It is really hard to go back to. I, I watched it with my wife not too long oh. ago, and it was her first time viewing it. And we got to the end of the three hours, three hours and ten minutes, whatever, to watch it. And she was like, I don't understand what the big deal was. Like, I mean, she was like very underwhelmed. And it, going back to it, I remembered, I had memories of watching it back in 97 or whenever the movie came out. And I, I enjoyed it because a lot of those memories came, were, came back to me with it. But as a person seeing it for the first time, it's it's hard to go back to. Like, it's... Well, and, and all, both of those people... Uh, is it Kate Winslet? Kate Winslet and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, both of their... their from this point on, their careers just, like, I mean, just exploded yeah. into, into, you know... The air, like, Leo had done like, like the Titanic before it went, you know, went straight <laughs> up and went into the water. But. I feel like Leo had maybe done Romeo and Juliet, and he was on Growing Pains as oh, the right, yeah. as the you know basically the cousin Oliver. If but you've he, ever watched Brady Bunch, you remember cousin Oliver. Well, basically Leo's character on Growing Pains was this added character that was basically was not, the cousin Oliver. He was not Leo until this movie, like that. That's what made him oh, yeah. the household name. And then it just went up. I mean, like I said, it went up from there. Uh, but anyway, yeah, such an epic movie. When I think of epic movies. Uh, Titanic, you cannot go wrong if you want something epic. But man, so boring at times where you're just like, oh, the attention to detail is so much that you're like, okay, we understand. Like, you know that James Cameron sits around, like, when they're, they're rewatching a movie. People talk about George Lucas doing this too sometimes. They'll do things just because they can. And you know, James Cameron's watching this back going, oh my, do you see that crystal vase that we put in that scene? <laughs> Look at that. It took us, it took us 25 hours to do the animation on that. Crystal vase. Well, we could have just filmed a crystal vase, but no, this is better. Anyway, I, I think it also set records for budget at the time. Like no one had ever spent that kind of money. On it's a, egregious on a movie. Uh, the, speaking of budget, real quick before we move on, a uh, budget of two hundred million dollars. I think so. That, it needed that, to make that was very high at the two, time. Two point one billion is what it made at the box office. That's stupid. That's crazy money. That's Phil, that's producer Phil level money, folks. <laughs> All right, so here we go. That was number seven, Titanic. Moving on to number six on our Ranker.com list, uh, worst movies that have grossed over a billion a billion dollars. No Austin Powers movies on this list, by the way. <laughs> number uh, six on the list, Iron Man 3. I kind of agree this movie's on this list. Yeah. I Here's what I remember from Iron Man 3. I remember just like the obscene number of... Iron Man robots, like automatons at the end of this movie, and thinking like, why didn't they, like, why is he waiting this long to unleash like 40 of these guys? (laughs) It's been the same since New York. Experience things. I remember the plot being all over the place, like, I can't sleep. Not understanding why some of the things were happening. I have nightmares. Honestly, there's a hundred people who want to kill me. Yeah. I hope I can protect the one thing I can't live without. Oh, this April. All right, so I I just, wondered. There's blowing up. Well, Iron yeah, Man. and I wondered. Children. The first part of this is a little unfocused, right? Yeah, it's Compared very unfocused. The, yeah. Call me well, this was the the problem with this was the Mandarin. I yeah. Myself a teacher. I wanted to see the Mandarin in a movie so badly, and the Ten Rings. We can spoil this and the, movie, right? And the, oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. The the power of the Ten Rings that the Mandarin has. In uh, the comic book, it's literally not to the level of Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet, but it is. He has a lot of power when he has all ten rings. Mm-hmm. He is super powerful. So anyway, I um, 
I felt like uh, this movie had a lot of potential, but they didn't give us the Mandarin that we all kind of had wanted because Mandarin is the main uh, Iron Man villain, technically speaking. Mm-hmm. And you just never really got him. And then they give you the uh, Ben Kingsley. He's not even a. He's not even. He's an actor playing the Mandarin. Right. It's just goofy. Like it's just really weird. Anyway, and we'd seen a lot of Iron Man at this point, and they had moved. His story was more interesting as part of the Avengers than it was in his own movie. Yeah. For me, I, again, I'm just speaking for myself here, but I, I just, I mean, everyone. Um, put like on a on a list of all twenty of the Marvel movies, wherever they've done, people put the original Iron Man two thousand and eight pretty high. Like it, usually, it's in the top five somewhere. That yeah. original that first movie, but that movie was so focused. Like it knew the story it wanted to tell from beginning to end. It took you on this ride, yes. and I just felt like it was really aimless by the third movie. Yeah, the se- and the second one for me was entertaining, but it was like there were some major holes in it too. Yeah. Um, anyway, that was number six, Iron Man 3. That's on our Ranker.com list we're focusing on tonight. Uh, the worst movies that have grossed over $1 billion. That's a lot of money, Phil. It is a lot. What would you do with a billion dollars? A billion dollars. Um, I'd buy a truck. A big truck? <laughs> with blacked out <laughs> rims on it. Yeah, big truck. Um, I'd buy like a year's supply of ice cream sandwiches. I'd go away for a while, I think. I think I'd go away for a while just to get everything all in order. So I had, a, you know, a billion dollars. I think you'd have to leave the country for a while. I think you might have to. Or go to the country. In my case, I probably would just go to the country. Anyway. Number five on this list. This merry, delightful list. Uh, a movie that I love to make fun of because <laughs> it is essentially Fern Gully meets Dances with Wolves on a faraway distant planet. That's right. James Cameron, you're back on our list. Uh, and it is Avatar. Avatar. I was hoping, I was hoping to say that in the, in the trailer would kick in. Why is there so much... That's Avatar! Um, this... Th- this movie was mainly popular because... I mean, I think people liked the idea, like oh, the sci-fi-ness of it. This is the 3D it, it was only, revolution. It was only popular because of the 3D. And people went to go see it again yes. and again because of it. 3D revolution. Dude. Jake Sully. Remember that? But I feel like th- that's what... Oh, I'm so worried about what's happening here. <laughs> I feel like this is what James Cameron does, right? Like, he tries to be a game changer. And so that's why he almost never releases a movie. Well, and I'll tell you right now, with him... Uh, James Cameron is again, like I said, he is the guy that is just like blown away. Look at this blue. Look at that when they interlock their tails together, Phil. <laughs> Look, they're interlocking their tails together. Oh, so t- weird. You've gone on record, t- kind of talking about like the the political notions of it, and I I think it's definitely. <laughs> oh, like, I, I don't want to say over, it's well, on the nose. I don't want to say political as as much as it's it's. Environmental. This environmental, <laughs> it's environmental, and that trailer is kind of a. Is that all the trailer? There we go. There was no talking in it. That was weird. You'd be making a difference, Jake Sully. I became a marine for the whole Yes, I remember I getting a soundtrack by Depeche Mode. I remember getting a little bit of a Starship Troopers vibe when I went to go see it. It's about all, like all these like not Marines, but like uh, you know special ops kind of people. 
going into this alien planet. We have an indigenous population called the Navi. Indigenous. They are very hard to kill. This is why we're here. Because this little gray rock sells for 20 Dude, million a kilo. Giovanni Ribisi. <laughs> happens to be resting on the richest deposit and they need to relocate. Those savages are threatening our whole operation. Uh -huh. And again, the the visuals in this movie diplomatic solution. were very, very good. Yes. Especially for the time. We have, uh, and again, if you've never seen this movie, folks, you have a native people that are there. Uh, this character, Jake Sully. Mixed with. DNA of the native. I forget. Did yeah. they create these avatars yes. from yes. nothing, right? Yes. You get me what I need, I'll see to it. You get your legs back. Your real legs. Oh, I forgot oh, he yeah, was sir. crippled. Looks like you. This is your so he's going to cash in on this cash cow pretty soon, right? Allegedly, we're getting a bunch of movies. It shouldn't be hard for you. And you're right, uh, uh, David, in the live chat, the, uh, the 3D presentation of all this stuff, it was just like... The big thing was that it's in IMAX, it's in 3D, it's it's this or that, and it's like, well, he just went to town on this. Michelle Rodriguez making a second visit on yeah, our the Furious list. Movie. She was in the Furious movie, and she's in this one. Um, is that Zoe Zaldano in this as well? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You should not be here. You should not. I see you, Jake Sully. She's been in the the um, Gladiators. Gladi he um, is. Guardians movies. Yes, yeah. I was impressed with the visual style oh, of it. Oh, it's unbelievable. But um, it is Dances with Wolves meets make, Fern Gully. Yeah. Environment comes first. Yes. Mother Earth. And, um, and again, I'm not saying don't do that, folks. I'm not saying that. I'm just telling you right now, like, okay, we get it. Just don't beat us over the head with this on this other planet. Um, I got to make a confession. I saw this in theaters. I did not see it in 3D. We watched it in 3D. It gave me a big headache. Oh, really? You know what else gave me a big he headache was another movie that's on this list, but I'm not going to say it yet. I'm excited about it. Um, yeah, very cool. All right, so there you go. Um, Avatar. You're going to see more of them, folks. If you didn't like them, if you liked them. I wonder what the new ones are going to look James like. James Cameron. I'm sure there'll be some upgraded thing, and the humans will come back to kill them all, and they'll have to rebel. And Jake Sully's children will be there with Zoe Saldana's children as well. They'll all be up against you. What's the... Uh... So check it out. Um our friend Jerry Bruckheimer uh, enlisted Johnny Depp, Penelope Cruz, and no lie, Keith Richards from Rolling Stones. Have you seen this movie? To, yes, I have. Uh, okay. And it is the number four on our Ranker.com list. Uh, and we're going to do this one. I hope it didn't get split up. Should we wait till the end of the break before we do this one? Uh, no. Okay. I mean, yeah, we still got a minute. Well, now. let's talk about this. We'll come when we come back from break. We'll talk. We'll. We'll play the uh, we'll play the 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 uh, trailer for this, but let's talk quickly. This is going to be number four ones: Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. This is another pirates. Movie another on pirates movie. Now again, this is the worst movies that have grossed over a billion dollars, uh, and this is based on Ranker.com's oh, list. I have seen this one. I was thinking this was I, the fourth they, one. But... All all of these movies run together for yeah, me. The pirates do. movies do, um, and so I am uh, sometimes. Uh, Blown away by it. Johnny Depp. Can we talk about Johnny Depp on um, uh, on a, a new coming to NBC this fall show, uh, Yorkshire Manor? Johnny Depp plays a chocolatier. I don't know if you've heard of this, <laughs> but Johnny Depp can play any character, folks. He can play Tonto from uh, the Lone Ranger. He can play uh, the Mad Hatter. He can play anything you want him to play. He's in the new Fantastic Beasts movie. 
uh, as, uh, is it Grindelwald? Yeah, that's, that's who he is. The bad guy, right? He's the bad guy. Uh, and you know he's the bad guy because he's got these uh, very pale features and some contact lenses that make his eyes look whitish. And he's got this uh, flock of peroxided hair from brought to you by Sunin from uh, your Walmart uh, salon area. But anyway, so uh, Pirates of the Caribbean is going to be our number four on Strangers Tides. But we will do that when we come back from this delicious commercial break. We shall return. Be right back. And we're back on uh, the Horrible Movie Podcast here, and we're talking, producer Phil and I are talking today about the worst movies that have grossed over a billion dollars. This is based on a Ranker.com uh, poll. Uh, very interesting stuff we saw this week. And uh, the number four uh, movie on the list actually uh, is Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. Uh, you said you have ridden the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disneyland? Mm-hmm. I grew up. What, riding that ride when I was Tell kid. me a little bit about riding that ride and how does it compare to the movies? Well, when it's working, that 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 ride is uh, probably more than any other ride at Disneyland is one of the ones that goes down the most. Like it's half the time I've been to Disneyland, it's not even up and running because it's down for maintenance. How about that? It's always going down for maintenance. But um, yeah, I mean, you're basically you, you you ride the the ride in a boat. Like it's it's a literal boat on literal water, Ugh. and um, this boat is kind of like a you know tunnel of love style. Like you're going very slow on this boat through this track, um, through the ride, whatever, yeah. and you're basically just going through a series of scenes where uh, little funny things are are being played out for you. And it's all I mean I'm sure maybe it's been updated, but like everything was still from the 50s when I went to go oh. <laughs> ride the ride in the 90s. Yeah. And it was um, like a lot of puppeteer type stuff. Like, um, you know, people like arms and legs being moved by, you know, machinery and stuff like that. Kind of like it's so, small world, like you said. Yeah, so, very yeah. similar to it's a small world. Where you don't, don't, big, drink, don't drink the water in the bottom. The big set the piece of the, of the ride is this part where you go into this huge room. Like it is, I mean, 30... Uh, boats like 30 boats end to end long i mean it is a massive room and there's a pirate ship on the right a huge ship on the right and a huge ship on the left and they're cannon firing back and forth over your head it's not you know real projectiles but they're like smoke and stuff like that to make it look real weird and it's actually like i'll always remember that that ride because of that scene but that that version of the ride is nothing like the pirates of caribbean movie it's a a different kind of on strange rides again this is the worst movies that have grossed over a billion dollars. Can you believe this movie grossed over a billion dollars? I cannot fathom this. I, that a movie I that I'm, I'm not even aware... Like, I'm aware of it, but like I can't remember what happened. Like, we were talking about Avatar. Before this, we were talking about Avatar. I remember very vividly about Avatar. Before that, we were talking about Titanic. I remember very vividly Titanic. This movie is like a blur to me. Anyway, do you have the trailer? Uh, yeah, I'll pull it up here. Um, I, I know I've seen the first four, so this is the fourth one in the series. Um... Whatever. My name is Captain Jack Sparrow. I haven't seen this trailer where he's just talking ah, to the camera. I take it some of you have heard of me. <laughs> As you may well know, there are times, almost constantly, in fact, I'm going to skip to the action rise before. I kind of enjoyed that. <laughs> to the Fountain of Youth. Have you seen the most Okay, so one? they are after the Fountain of Youth in this one. Penelope Cruz, and they're after the Fountain of Youth. Keira Knightley's not in this movie, right? There should be a no. Is she in it? Right. No. No. She's no. I hear a rumor. Let me pull up the caster. You're right about these movies just blending together. Yeah, I'm just like, whoa. 
Kate Winslet is in this movie. Really Billy Zane. Hello, Billy Zane. The fountain is the Kate, Kate Winslet is in. I lied. I lied. I lied. Hold on. We're moving on here. I clicked on a different window. Sorry. I thought I should give you warning. We're taking the ship. Nothing personal. You might be better off. You just. Stay out of it. I am amazed that these movies make any kind of money at all. I I, I understand why kids would want to go see it. Um, a lot of it's adults. Four, like yeah, that's true. And four movies in, I'm surprised that adults still want to go see it. The the action's always going to be amazing, and people love the idea of you know the the fantasy surrounding pirates and stuff like that. But I would really think that the box office would go down and down and down with all these movies, but they continue to do well. And honestly, Disney has no re reason to stop making them. So this is the first one that does not have, uh, it does not have Orlando Bloom in it. It does not have, uh, uh, what's her face? What's her name? Keira Knightley? Keira Knightley in it. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's an interesting, uh... I mean, they're working on six, the, the six movie. They'll, they'll continue to make them. Now, I will say this. One of my favorite actors is Ian McShane. Have you ever seen him in things? I love Ian McShane. Yeah. Uh, he's in Deadwood. He's in a, he's the, the stepdad in a movie called Hot Rod that is one of my favorite movies. Dude, and, I'm, I'm looking at the yeah. timeline of these movies. The second movie and the third movie came out a year apart, one year apart. It's weird. Let's see that total. That see that total on the box office. And that's, that's for all five combined. Though. And that's four point five billion dollars. And that's why they will always keep make, making these. Yeah, because movies. They're just, why not? It, they could tell the exact same story in all of them, and people would still go see them. I think it's amazing. But yeah, um, or amazing. Uh, the. The crazy thing is that this this one movie, the one that we're talking about, um, ha had a four hundred and something bil a million dollar budget. Just the budget was over four hundred million. Holy lord! I it's got to go down as one of the the largest budgets of all time, right? Oh yeah, that's huge. Because it's gigantic. They've done five films, and five films were one point two seven billion four, on their budget. Four hundred of that was just this one movie. Oh my! Gosh. And I don't know if it's because we've talked about this off off uh, mic, but like anytime you film on at sea, like in the, on the water and stuff like that, it's very very expensive. Well, and how much of that is the actors' uh, salaries, that sort of thing? Because they're hey, they're pulling down major jack, and the, the the people that are in these movies are pulling down major major cash cashola. Yeah, the the budget was four hundred and ten million. Gosh. It's unbelievable, but it made over a billion dollars. So it's nuts. Yeah. Crazy. All right. So, again, Ranker.com, worst movies that have ever made over a billion dollars based on the ranking. You could go on here. Phil, just rank. Click on number. Click on their number three. Click on uh, click on Pirates. Okay. And and click on it, up or down. And it just lets you move it. Yep. And it, and you adjust. And you can vote on all these things. Ranker.com, vote on everything. That's my new ad <laughs> for Ranker.com. If this is for Interstate of Mind. You just have ads nonstop because that's about what I do on that show. But anyway, um, here we go. Number three. Hey, let me ask you a question, Phil. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever thought of things that Johnny Depp can't do? Have you ever thought of that? What um, are some things Johnny Depp can't do? Cook Thai food? Yeah, well, he could probably not cook a good Thai a meal, a, a, a Thai meal. But what he can do is star in, I feel like, every movie on this list. That's <laughs> Johnny Depp. He's it? always, he's, he's in a Pirates movie, right? That's about it, though, right? Just the Pirates movies, right? He's in three out of these ten movies. And now he's in this one. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the number three on the list of worst movies to gross a billion dollars. That's right, based on Ranker.com's list. 
Alice in Wonderland. Did you see this movie in theaters? I cannot believe this movie made over a billion dollars. That is a well, lot of money for this movie. My wife and I went to the uh, theater and watched this in 3D, and this one gave me a massive headache. Like, I was just like cross-eyed for a week after this thing. Yeah. I don't know what it is about 3D. It just messes with my, my brain. <laughs> That's why I don't watch movies. It anymore. hurts my head. 3D. <laughs> Alice in Wonderland, though, um, did you did you want to see this? Uh, yeah. I mean, I loved the original mo- movie, and it was so different from... Is that not a good trailer? Not sure. Okay. Um, it was so different from the original movie. I mean, not, you know, not the least of which was that it's in live action, but um, this... I feel like... They, Disney definitely did some live action stuff before this movie, but this is the first one I remember being like really, really popular. It's got Helen Bottom Carter in it as well. Um, this is done by Tim Burton, correct? I think so. I mean, it screams of There's the Mad Hatter. Uh, Johnny Depp plays the Mad Hatter in this, and uh, Helen Bottom Carter is in it. That's Tim Burton's uh, partner. Wife, they are. Oh, I knew that she was in a lot of his movies. Yeah, they're they're, they're, a, they're a thing. I don't know what exactly, but or if they still are. But she, uh, which she doesn't even look like herself in this movie because she's like really tiny with a big head. She plays the Queen of Hearts in this. Yeah. Help us make the world right again. I think people were just. I'm trying to think why this movie made a billion dollars. I think people were just really excited about seeing a live action version of a movie that they grew up with. Dude, and 3D was kicking, and they and they filmed this thing in 3D with the idea of it being in 3D. Uh, yeah, huge, huge times. I wonder how many. Be- Anne Hathaway is also in this. I can't leave him or her out. <laughs> Do you think this is a movie that people have purchased and have watched over and over again, though? Oh, I think some people are all about Alice really? in Wonderland. Okay, I've just never seen it since I saw it in theaters. So she is separ- partners with, again, I'm not seeing that, with Tim Burton from 2001 to 2014. That's Helen, uh, H- Helen Bonham Carter. Anyway, so there it is. Alice in Wonderland, again, 3D. Oof. A March 5th, uh, 2010 release date. Pull that, pull that budget up there, Phil. Brother Phil's in the house. Um, they, so they made a sequel to this, right? It, yeah, uh, it couldn't possibly have done as well. No, as this. it did not do as well as this. Uh, is that Beyond the Looking Glass? I think is what that's called. Yes, through the looking through glass. the looking glass. Beyond the Looking Glass, uh, one hundred fifty to two hundred million dollar. Yeah, budget. right over a billion is what it made. I'd like to have the extra amount that it made over a billion. That'd be fun. I'll take that amount. Um, but yeah, uh, Alice in Wonderland through the Looking Glass. Uh, through the Looking Glass. Yeah, I've got it on box office. Market. Dude, those books are old. Uh, it made man. It only made three hundred million worldwide. That took a huge dip. It made thirty percent of what the first movie did. It's still a lot of money, though. I know it's it's a lot, but like, I mean, it took a huge hit. Uh, you know that that in this initial the book of this was written in eighteen sixty five. Phil. Wow, that's fascinating. the world was a much different place then. Uh, there you go. So, uh, number three on our list of Ranker dot com's worst movies. That have grossed over a billion dollars. That's right, Alice in Wonderland. Uh, should that go up or down the list, Phil? Let's click on. Let's click on an up or down. I'm excited <laughs> about this click or down. Which, where should it go? Uh, I'm gonna say up. Up the list is clicking up, folks. Now, 59% of people agree with you. All right, so number two on the list. This is a movie that is very near and dear to my heart. 
very near and dear to my heart. This movie um, is the continuation that whenever I saw this in the theater, I expected this to be the thing I'd waited for almost a, almost two decades to watch. Almost two decades to watch a, a new version of it. And alas, it was a disappointment. Uh, it also features an acting, an, an, an acting genius who is the patron saint of child actors on our show. Uh, that's right. It's none other than Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace, number two on the list. In a, a full episode that we did uh, seven episodes ago. Not that long ago. Go back in our archives and watch that. Listen to that, folks. I was so, so excited to see this movie. Man. Yes, and look at the Jar Jar leads us off. Every generation has a legend. I grew up on the original trilogy, and when I when I just heard tell, like just yes. rumor that they yes. were making a new every, one, I got so excited. Every journey has a first step. And every democracy has to have some voting. Every saga has a beginning. I remember thinking... Like, Star Wars visuals can't get any better than this when we first yes. saw it. And to go back and watch it now is like, whoa. Oh, yeah, whoa. But even that, they updated all the weapons, and it looked like this was newer than the original. Because yeah. the CGI was so much. Oh, Jar Jar. Dude, Jar Jar. <laughs> you refer to the prophecy of the one who yes. will bring balance to the Force. Yes, Mace. You believe it's this boy? He can see things before. Jake. He can help you. He's the good. Force is unusually strong with him. The, the acting was bad. Um, the, the pod racing, pod racing was fun to watch, but it was useless to the plot. Are you yes. sure about this? Trusting our fate to a boy we hardly know. Yes. Anakin Skywalker, meet Obi Wan. Yes. I sense much fear in you. That's a weird Yoda. They went um, practical effects. They changed the Yoda after this one. Yeah. Look at him. Creepy. This looks so weird. <laughs> it's like an episode of Sesame Street. What's happening? <laughs> Darth Maul Sebulba. Darth Maul was the best part of the movie. I love it. Uh, so yeah, Star Wars, I'm telling you folks, no movie franchise does more for me than Star Wars. I love it. Uh, I will watch this one again, I'm sure, at some point. But we had a good, like I said, we we've, we've talked about this one on our on our episode with Jake Wilburn was on here. Adam Napier was also on that episode, I believe, because he is a uh, Star Wars guru and uh, phenomenal. I mean, just a phenomenal. That budget phenomenal was pretty low. One hundred fifteen million is all they spent on that whole fo- that whole movie. Yeah, front to back, and it made ten times that. So yeah. It did just fine. It did just fine. It was not very good. <laughs> it, and the second one was a little bit better. By the third one, they gotten a little bit of mojo back. But I feel like five hundred million of that box office was just people that were like, "I'm going to go see it." Oh, like, I it, agree. It's Star Wars. Yeah. I'm going to go see it. And I think I saw it a couple times in theater, but it was one of those very disappointing things because you expected so much, and the anticipation was so high. So yeah. Anyway, so without further ado, folks, this actually the Ranker.com uh, list of worst movies that have grossed over a mi- over a billion dollars. Uh, this to me is a little bit. Actually, what are you gonna rate, rate Star Wars on here? Click it up or down, Phil? Down. Oh well, Phil, you're changing changing the world. <laughs> uh, and so we have on our list number one. This is a little bit of a downer to be the worst on the list, but I understand it because this is a this is a long, boring, plodding movie. And I don't know about you, Phil, but anytime I can get Shia LaBeouf in a movie, you know it's quality. He did holes. And that was fun to watch. 
He was Indiana Jones' son. And that was not as fun to watch. <laughs> but he is Shia LaBeouf. He is in Transformers 3, Dark of the Moon. moon. Not Dark Side of the no, Moon. No, we don't want Pink Floyd <laughs> to get mad. Dark of the Moon. Here's the trailer. Crash landing on the moon. MTV <laughs> astronaut. You gotta watch the trailer. Yeah, watch that the trailer. The 1960s was in response to an event. Uh oh. This is the last movie that Shia LaBeouf was in. Oh, uh, Megan Fox not in this movie, right? Kind of a surprise. Yeah. Well. Optimus. You lied to us. These movies are a jumbled mess of non-existent plot. They are. I, I just I have no idea what I'm watching as I'm watching. Yeah, it. and and a lot of it is the the special effects on it are so detailed. It's again yeah. Spielberg. You know, he's sitting around going, "Look at this! It's the inner workings of Megatron. Look at the all the gears and everything." It's, spinning in front of your eyeballs. I mean, it's eye candy to watch for sure, but you can't hang your hat on that that one aspect of the movie and expect it to be something that people enjoy. Right. Dude, aliens are here. Thanos doesn't even involve. But what? It's funny you mention that because I was I was actually going to mention Avengers. Avengers took all of this like sc scope and and grandeur and stuff like that. And did it so much better. Mm. And it's, it's it's depressing. But you said it best, Phil, when you said it was a confusing mess. Avengers had a very... I, I, I agree or disagree on solid plot or not, but they had a very concise direction that they were headed, and they stayed that course, and over a long period of time stayed there. The, tr the Transformers franchise bounces around so much in so many odd odd versions of itself and you add marky mark in you got shia <laughs> it gets, LaBeouf it just in. gets worse from here by the yeah, way yeah it's just confusing and, and, but, hey, I, but again just just kind of like the um uh the pirates movies they have no reason to stop making those films and and i think he's planning on making more yes why wouldn't he? he's making that that bumblebee one that has john cena in it um and there's just a ton of stuff like there's just a ton of things they'll do with that but uh, anyway, uh, folks, I appreciate you coming in. Let me uh, pull that back up real quick. I'm going to blast through this list, starting with number 10 down there, Philip. Uh, we're going to go with uh, number number 10 down there, uh, Hobbit Trilogy. Number 10, number 9, Fear is 7. Number 8, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. Number 7, Titanic. Number 6, Iron Man 3. Number 5, Avatar. Number 4, Pirates of the Caribbean, Stranger Tides. Uh, uh, Alice in Wonderland, number three, number two, Star Wars, episode one, The Phantom Menace, and number one on our list of Ranker.com's worst movies that grossed over a billion dollars, Transformers, Dark of the Moon. Go to Ranker.com and check that website out. Fun website. Lots of things you can do. Are you going to vote on this? Sure. Uh, Transformers, way up, man. Go up, yes. That, that one should always be top of the list. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. So That, that thing yeah. made uh, 1.12... Three billion dollars. Think about that. Why are people Why are people throwing mo money at this franchise? Mm. Especially by the third one. Like we should have known better. And and yet, honestly, I and I can say I'm the I'm just as much part of the problem. Every trailer that comes out, like the fourth one that came out, I was like, that movie looks really good. Yeah, but it tricks you into it, and then you get in the movie and you're like, 
<laughs> you're rubbing your temples because it's so long and drawn out. Yeah. It that is, you're like, I just, I'm tired of looking at this direct that, that they have movie, not explained. They don't explain stuff sometimes. No, the, and, and that, I grew up watching Transformers. That movie franchise is the epitome of fool me once, fool me twice, three times, four times, five times, six times. Like every time they release a new trailer, I'm, I'm probably going to go, yeah, that looks really good. I'm, no. I'll probably go see it. Can't beat it. Can't beat it with a stick. So anyway, uh, Phil, thanks for doing this. I want to give a, a good shot to Ranker.com. Uh, who were all your voting needs. Vote on everything. I would make a election joke, but I'm not going to because I've taken the Mo Politics Pledge. Uh, Ranker.com's got it all figured out, though, apparently on the voting. So vote on everything. Ranker.com. Uh, check it out. Thanks for tuning into the Horrible Movie Podcast. You guys all rock. Rocking and rolling. So uh, thanks, everybody. Phil, anything to say before we go out? Go, let everybody go. Um. I don't throw any more money at these movies, probably. They, they will. Oh, they will. And we'll keep making these movies. More pirate. We need to order more Pirates movies. We need to order more, more Transformers. Transformers movies. <laughs> we need but, more dude, James Cameron well, movies. Furious 7. I didn't realize it, but a lot of these movies are a part of like they a are. long franchise. That's the overarching theme here, folks. We have Star Wars. The Furious franchise we have star wars we have the hobbit franchise we have uh pirates of caribbean franchise we have uh all these movies they've grossed a lot of money but in the end uh it's hard to watch sometimes interesting yeah it's kind of fun anyway well thanks for uh tuning in folks and uh we will talk to you soon uh keep it real or don't keep it at all and uh remember just because it's from hollywood and made a billion dollars <laughs> doesn't mean it isn't horrible thanks and we'll see you soon Good night. The Horror Movie Podcast is heard weekly on great stations like 88.1 KZ88, South Central Missouri's Public Radio, 104.1 Caps Media in Ventura, California, 103.5 WADR, Janesville, Wisconsin, and 105.5 KFGM, Missoula, Montana, from Missouri to Missoula. The Horror Movie Podcast is available for download on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at the horriblemoviepodcast.com.